debate, Senator Omidvar. Thank you, Speaker, and I apologize for uh, not being entirely here earlier. I must say the view from this corner of the room looks decidedly different from where I used to be before. And Senator McFadden is sitting in a very lucky chair, I would say. I had a wonderful two years in it, and I wish all the best to anyone who takes that chair. So I rise today to call on this chamber to take action concerning the violent persecution of the Rohingya in Myanmar. Whilst the table motion before you is in my name, I would like to recognize the collective and individual efforts of Senator Atha Ullajan, Senator Jafar, Senator Munson and Senator McFadden, both uh, in the chamber and outside the chamber, as we have collectively and individually pursued our objectives. Honorable Senator, Senators, the motion before you today does two things. First, like in the other place, this motion calls for calling what is happening in Myanmar as it is. It is genocide. Second, it seeks to revoke the honorary citizenship bestowed to Aung San Suu Kyi in October 17, 2007. The first part of this motion was moved in the House by MP Andrew Leslie on September 20th. And the second part, dealing with stripping the honorary Canadian citizenship, was moved a week later by Bloc MP Gabriel Saint-Marie. Both motions were unanimously accepted and approved by all corners of the House, indicating the other places' strong and undivided commitment. Honourable Senators, I think, I think it is really hard for us to understand or imagine the scale of suffering in Myanmar. But now we have evidence from the UN fact-finding mission to lend credence to the horrifying narratives that we have heard. Based on 875 interviews, the report's findings paint a picture of horror and violence against the Rohingya in Rakhine State. They document how the military planned and took the lead in killing thousands of Rohingya civilians, how they systematically committed forced disappearances, ethnic cleansing, mass gang rape, and the burning of hundreds of villages. There is even more granular detail to help us get the full picture. Over 392 villages were partially or totally destroyed, encompassing 40% of northern Rakhine settlements, or at least 37,700 individual structures. Over 725,000 Rohingya fled to Bangladesh by August 2018 following the clearance operations of the Myanmar military. The mission has verified nine mass killings. In some of these, hundreds of Rohingya were killed. All told, they have documented at least 10,000 deaths due to the violence. The report also outlines 54 violent clearance operations perpetrated by the military and 22 first-hand accounts of additional operations. All of them follow the same sick, horrific pattern. pattern. Villages were surrounded, and civilians died in the indiscriminate shooting. Others were killed in targeted executions. Men were rounded up and taken away, never to be seen again. Children, children and I seem to have uh, uh, 
Children and senior citizens were also rounded up and killed. Women and girls were either raped or gang raped. And the story continues on from one horrific instance to another. The UN fact-finding mission has called it a genocide, and that is what it is, and we must call it in the same language. Although the constitution of Myanmar gives considerable power to the military, Ms. Aung San Suu Kyi herself is a very powerful person. She is the leader of the National League of Democracy and the first and incumbent state councillor, a position akin to prime minister. She is also the first woman to serve as Minister for Foreign Affairs for the President's Office, the Minister for Electrical Power and Education and Energy, and for Education. This is not someone who has no power, as she has suggested. Instead, as respected human rights expert Irwin Kotler has stated, she has denied the atrocities, restricted access to international monitors and investigators, weaponized the denial of humanitarian aid. And when two Reuters journalists who were reported on the killing, who, who were reporting on the killings of Rohingya were unjustly imprisoned last week, she defended it as being part of a proper process. I have to conclude, as I hope you will too, that she is therefore complicit in this matter. We need to send a strong signal here in Canada and around the world that if you are an accomplice of genocide, you are not welcome here, certainly not as an honorary Canadian citizen. Stripping her of her honorary citizenship may not make a tangible difference to her, but it sends an important symbolic message. She has been complicit in stripping the citizenship and the security of thousands of Rohingya, which has led to their flight, their murder, their rapes, and their current deplorable situation. It is an appropriate message to send to her, to Myanmar, and to the world. I believe we must all come together with our colleagues in the other place and have and speak with one unified voice. By supporting this motion, all parliamentarians of all political and partisan persuasion of all groups will be of one voice condemning this atrocity and revoking Aung San Suu Kyi's honorary citizenship. Finally, I would like to say this is definitely not the end of the past. In fact, this crisis is far from over. As of August 2018, close to 2,000 Rohingya continue to flee each month to Bangladesh. This is the result of ongoing violence and oppression. We still have a humanitarian crisis where hundreds of thousands continue to live in refugee camps. Bangladesh, honorable colleagues, is a small country. It's a poor country. In a spirit of generosity, it has opened its borders to the Rohingya, not without significant cost to itself. We must stand by their side as this nation faces the challenge of providing for these people. We must back national and international NGOs to reach local communities with help and support. In the long term, Canada must be a partner in the building and sustainable development of a peaceful federation in Myanmar. This requires more diplomatic engagement, more aid and supplies, and more of our sustained attention over time. Please join me in voting for this motion. 
By, do so, by doing so, you will be sending a signal that we have consensus across party lines and groups in this House and in the other place, in short, in all of Parliament Hill and across our country. This will further demonstrate that there is political will to bolster Canada's humanitarian assistance contribution, that there is support for ongoing Canadian diplomacy, and that there is a strong desire to help the most vulnerable on the one hand and to bring the perpetrators of these crimes and violations within Myanmar's military to justice on the other. I ask respectfully that you support this motion. Thank you very much.